0: You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. Hello. We are here together with Steve and Vicky.
1: The band is back together. Yes, right. The team.
2: Yep. We're excited to be here with you today. Are you excited? I am excited. Are you excited, Steve? Vicky was just singing the song "The Funk Is Back." Yeah. <laughs> we
1: heard Steve heard it on a movie the other day. He had uh, never heard that song. Uh, Moneyball. So he must not have been in the dance scene in the '70s. <laughs> okay.
2: Right. I was he not never in, knew how to funkify. F U N K
1: I F Y. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> yes, A-Y-F-Y. let's enunciate that one. Yes, let's enunciate yeah.
1: uh, that. Yeah, let's, right? Yes. We were at Yosemite for two, two weeks. You were. And if you have an opportunity to go to Yosemite out there, go this year. Um, we've had the record snowfall, and now we have the record runoff of um, rain, water, snow, water. Waterfalls are everywhere. Wow. Yep. Beautiful waterfalls. Steve and I um, rode all over Yosemite. So yeah. We couldn't go a lot of places because it was, it was actually uh, too flooded. Yeah, yeah. Too wet. Had a That's great cool. time.
0: You had your e-bikes? Oh, yeah. We love our e-bikes. Yeah. Did people look at you longingly or? Um, Not so much.
1: No, most time. people have e-bikes now. It's like we started a trend <laughs> all go. over the world. <laughs> we
2: started a trend. Because
1: we said it on the podcast, everybody got e-bikes. There you go. So it's like funny because um, – they really do. There's way was way more e-bikes this year than last yeah. year, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's increasing. And, uh, you know, for us, I tell people is at Yosemite, it's, it's almost like if you're old enough to remember when you first got your remote control for a TV, and you thought, oh, that's stupid, mm-hmm. and then you're like, I will never live without a remote <laughs> control again, right? That's, right? that's like what e-bikes are to us. That's funny. We feel so. So good about it, don't yeah. we?
2: Why didn't they invent these a long time
1: ago? <laughs> when we were five.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, today is our uh last part of our uh, message point series. Oh. There you have, go. We have uh, Who is God?
1: Who is God?
0: Who is God? I
1: thought I thought you asked where who 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 are we going or something. I didn't hear him, did you? Yeah. What did you think he said?
2: Who is God?
1: Oh, <laughs> Well, why, that's why you speak every Sunday so.
0: <laughs> yes we've yes. been talking about it today though. anyway so who is God we, uh, we've we covered a bunch of points um, like listen to Jesus oh and they were great God gives authority to the man to lead his church importance of forgiveness, and of forgiveness mm-hmm. give your life away and all these things and you know yeah, we, we opened it up with listen to Jesus and I think that's you know kind of the the founda- one of the foundational points because all the other things really come out of Jesus' Correct. words and this one who is God I, I, I wanted to close with this one because I believe it's it's a lifelong pursuit of figuring out who he says he is, and it's so easy for us to get our own ideas and decide who we think he is. And so I just wanted to then bring us back to that because full circle, huh? It, it takes us back to that foundation mm-hmm. of oh, who is God? Well, he is who he says. That's a he great is, so. way to end this series. Yes. yeah. So, Steve, would you just uh, expand on that? Who why, is
2: why? Why? Who is God is a such an important yeah, point of what and what the yeah oh who is God? So. Um, <laughs> The search for the answer to the question, who is God and who does he say that he is, is, is ageless. I mean, it's yeah. you know, it goes back to God saying uh, who he is. He's, you know, I'm, I'm a, the Lord your God is one God. The Lord your God is one. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we worship him as Holy Spirit, uh, the son, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, and it, it's, God is love. God is spirit. There's so many different places in the Bible where it mentions, you know, a little descriptive nature of God. I think the story of Moses saying, I want to see you, and him saying, no, if you see me, you'll surely die. Mm-hmm. And then Moses keeps at him until he says, okay, I'll pass by this rock, and after I've passed by, you look at the rock where I just was. Yeah. And and Moses did that, and he completely transformed. He went, you know, he glowed like a light bulb, like radiation, and, he, and his hair was, you know, white. Mm-hmm. And he completely changed from looking at where God was. And this is so, who is God is a search like the burning bush, the glowing light bulb of Moses. And I know that I have not experienced these things. When Moses demanded his name, he said, I am that I am, sure. which means I'm the one present. And so, if you're going to find out who God is, it's the one present. Mm. Who's present? You know, people worship all kinds of things. They worship, I mean, they worship rats and mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not joking. There's temples to rats and mosquitoes on this planet. Um, golden snakes. I mean, there are so many different All things people stuff. worship. Nature. Stars. Nature. The, na- the, the world system's nature. You know, the, the medicine wheel of nature. Um, the healing power of the creation. You know, they, they worship the creation more than the, and not the creator of the creation. And so there's so many r- things that reveal who God is. And I think that the stories of Jesus are the best revelations of who god is right we read the book of revelation which is the revealing of jesus christ i think you find out who god is a great deal by who jesus is Mm -hmm. who he chose to become as a man the god's presence dwelling in a man and you got blind bartimaeus shouting son of david identifying i think you're god wow you've got the uh paralytic where jesus says your sins are forgiven you how dare you who do you think you are Uh. Only God can forgive sins and of course if Jesus you know should have said or I, if I was there I would have said duh that's who he is. Mm-hmm. You, know, you said it yourself only God for, can forgive sins and yet the forgiveness of sins healed this paralytic that's so good. forgiveness heals and only God can forgive and it was Jesus who healed. And so there's so many things that reveal God. All of the parables of the sheep's, the goats, the the wedding garment, all of those different parables, all those different stories leading up to Revelation with the, the bowls of wrath. You know, we saw the bowls of wrath back in the flood where he drowns the whole country, whole world. Right. And then later when he's, you know, in, in the book of Revelations when he... He really does damage this planet for people and hurts people. And it's like, this is, you got to know all this stuff to know who God is. Mm -hmm. He describes himself as a father and a a good father, a good father. Anyone who would choose to be his son, he becomes a good father. You know, one that gives good things to his children who asks him, who counts the hairs on their head and numbers Mm -hmm. the days of their lives Mm -hmm. and appoints them you know and there's just so much in the bible that reveals who god is that i think that the the search for his identity with jesus saying peter who do people say that i am who do you say that i am i mean it's such an important question wow. if a man were to spend every moment of his life trying to answer the question who is god he would. He would. It wouldn't be overdone. It would not be too much. It would not be a wife. A life wasted. Wow, it's
1: good. No, it's good.
2: So, um, I think there are so many stories that where where God is revealing who He is. Mm-hmm. He tells Moses, "Speak to the rock if you want water." And Moses strikes the rock, and and God is very angry mm-hmm. at Moses for striking the rock he told him to speak to. And uh, I, th- I think wow. that's a pretty edgy thing yeah. uh, for us. We all think that's, oh, wow, well, he got water, <laughs> you know. Um, but he was punished greatly for doing that. Yeah. And, and yet he was the most faithful man on earth at the time. And so, I mean, all of these stories reveal who God is. And I think that if a person were to read the Bible from Genesis to Malachi, they should only read those for one reason. And that's to see who God says he is. Good. Because he also says, I change not. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forget forever. I do not change. I will not change. And from Genesis to Malachi, we, we want to see how we should live. But the truth is we should see how to see God, how to know God, how to love God. David was great at revealing the majesty and glory of God and how to love him. Um, from Matthew to Gen- to Revelation, mm-hmm. I think that's where you continue to learn. I mean, the whole thing should be figure out who God is, but those, those should only be read for that reason by a Christian. The new covenant should be read for how should we live good. out our faith good. and the answer to the question, who is God? How do I live out as I get the answer as I find answers? Yeah. Uh, like as if there was ever a complete answer available to human flesh or to f- finite man. Mm. Um, there is answers. And how do I live it out? What do I do with what I find out? And then who does that make me? You know, what is my responsibility knowing what I know about him? You know, uh, and so I think that's why who is God is so flippant and important for every Christian to pursue. What is the answer? Who does he say he is? Hold that up to who you say he wow. is, and see if you're even close. <laughs> and people are constantly telling people who God is.
1: Yeah, it's it's such a well. I think Steve laid it out so well. You know, you look at the whole the Bible. in Hebrews at thirteen nine. He says, "I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever, and I change not." Um, We don't want to look at the God that we should be working our salvation with fear and trembling. We don't want to look at the God who actually killed all the livestock, all the children, you know, or the Passover or the, you know, you look at the Old Testament and and it should really cause some kind of sobering trepidation and fear. And it's very sobering. Um, Of course, I want to meet him with Jesus in front of me. Um, You know, he always was and always, always will be. But we want to make him Santa Claus, or we want to make him the white bearded guy that, you know, smites people. And I think there's a little bit of both in there that, you know, he does, when you read the New Testament, it's like, yeah, I want to meet that. Mm. I want to meet him like that as my, as my savior, my friend, you know, they, no more tears. He went the tears away. He's going to save me. All my sins are forgiven and forgotten as far as the east and from the west. But then you read, you read Moses, and I think, I think you said it's like when you passed him, yeah, you just say that. You know, only the only his shadow, and he was he aged to be a thousand years older. You know, he's got so so elderly. It's we have no idea. He's, and when he talks to Job, mm-hmm. and here's a here's a righteous man,
2: perfect in his perfect sight. Yeah. in
1: his sight, and all Job says after all that stuff that happened to him, all he says is just kind of he asks him quite kind of question.
2: Can I get an answer?
1: Demanding an answer. Yeah. And. God kind of erupts, <laughs> kind of like Mount St. Helens.
2: Yeah.
0: And
1: here's a man who's lost everything and sitting in ashes. And and it, to me, it's like I've questioned God so much. Mm. Why did this happen? I thought you were this. I thought you were that. And you just, if you look at these things, you really should say, I have no idea who God is. Mm-hmm. But I want to live in the New Testament under grace and mercy mm-hmm. because I don't want to meet him as a, as a, a Malachite or... What all sodomite (laughs) definitely not sodomite but (laughs) definitely not that
0: it's a Solomon yeah Yeah, all the ites you know
1: and um and these were his chosen people and so for it's like reading the whole bible to get the the mosaic picture of who Mm -hmm. God is it's good we just want to take a little picture and say well that's a car no you got to have the whole picture it's actually a cityscape but we want to just we want to forget who he is and we just want to look at him as a as a pie in the sky Santa Claus
2: it's so it's so important to remember that he came to pay the penalty not just to wipe out the penalty yeah not to not remember the penalty mm. but to actually serve the penalty mm. on my behalf mm-hmm. and he also allowed that to be good for 16 billion people mm. or so, so far and counting right which is just wild that beating was severe but the sins of 16 billion and it says he became sin Sin. and so when you say who god is you got to remember that he opened the prison door let me out and then didn't walk away with me Mm -hmm. he went back in the prison and closed the door to serve my sentence and that i think you know in all discussion of who god is you know uh the (sighs) willing to live inside of me that's the miracle of miracles there's just so much to this it's just like who is god ought to be the daily conversation of every christian
1: but and and like again conversely though you think about moses going across the red sea and him just letting the wall of water fall and all the soldiers or you think about um you know all the um you know joshua and caleb and, and all those people didn't see the promised land and all died in the desert and you know it's like it's a real dichotomy. It, I mean, there's a real difference in the two in the two narratives of Old, te, old Testament God, New Testament God. He's the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He still doesn't look upon sin. Mm-hmm. He still could probably do that kind of stuff. I mean, he flooded the earth yeah. because of sin. He changes not. Right. So I mean, you got to look at that and like Steve said, I want that one. I want the <laughs> one who took my sins away and then went into the into the jail yeah. cell and paid his price and, and erased my sins as far as East is from the west. and I'm born again and it's going to wipe all my tears and I want that one, but I can't I, I honestly can't live this life without considering all of his attributes. Yeah there's so many.
0: We can't I think sometimes what we do is we, we take a narrow focused lens and say, because i now live in grace he is just he is just kind graceful and merciful and i forget Mm -hmm. that he's also holy and righteous and Mm -hmm. all those things and your you know steve your point about the he paid the price that what you get is he's still fulfilling his holiness and his justice and his righteousness and all those things wrath because the price price is paid which then now he is merciful and kind to us but we can't Erase. Forget that that's there, and I think that's sometimes what we do is we we, 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 we look at him as one-dimensional instead of three-dimensional, and then we we miss out on parts of his nature. Yeah, uh, I just uh,
1: yeah. My, my, one of my favorite scriptures is working out my salvation with fear and trembling. I mean, it's like that's in the New Testament. Yeah, and work it's, it's called working out your salvation, mm-hmm. you know, and it's work. And I just want to try my whole life to to represent him like he says he is, yeah. not like I ha- I want him to be. Mm. I don't want to make him in my own definition or likeness. Um, and I hear that often, you know, you just when you've been a Christian as long as we have, it's like all these platitudes and things mm. people say are just like, oh, man, I, I don't know that I want to be, I don't want to <laughs> bet my eternity on the way you are presenting God. Mm.
0: That's good. I think, you know, one of the, one of the problems with this whole idea of, of uh, misunderstanding who God is is that we end up missing him and missing what he's wanting to do in our lives and situation, right? We, it's it's easy to look in the Gospels and see how many people, the 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 uh, religious leaders of the time and even the other people, they missed who he was. That's they really missed good. what he was doing because they had, had put him in a box, right?
1: Preconceived notion.
0: So can we talk a little bit to, to that, how that maybe affects our lives?
2: Kind of like the... Uh a hosanna on the donkeys yeah yeah so so it's so clear that um jesus gets on a donkey and rides into jerusalem mm-hmm. one side of the fence that is a, st- a universal statement of its time for the king is coming in oh. peace riding a donkey yeah it wasn't shameful but he came riding a donkey as a sign of peace they wave palm branches, lay their coats on the ground, and shout, Hosanna. Mm-hmm. They identify him as the one that Moses promised, mm-hmm. the promised Savior of the world. But at some point, what they were identifying was their own desire for this Savior to be, mm-hmm. this, this deliverer. You know, he's going to send you a prophet, a deliverer. A, a, your, your salvation has come. And they identified, this is what we want it to be, and they pigeonholed him. And he wasn't that at all. They missed it. And they missed it. He laid down his life let them beat him. They kept waiting. Peter even pulled a sword at his arrest. I mean, they kept waiting for him to rise up. Overthrow. It's possible Judas sold him out to try to get him to rise up, do something, kill these Romans. Mm -hmm wiped them out call down fire and brimstone but he went all the way to the cross and at the cross they just turned and they scattered they scattered they went back to their fishing they went back to their lives they i mean i imagine if the apostles who were with him intimately for three years went back to their lives scattered and hid out of fear i imagine all those people waving palm branches (laughs) a good portion went back as well yeah
0: many of them were Went Crucif- from being yeah in that crowd to the other crowd shouting crucify Sh- him.
2: Shouting right. yeah. crucify yeah. him, yeah. And two days later. Yeah, because he didn't do what they said he should his do. His identity. He wasn't what they determined him to be. Right. They chose him to be this, and he wasn't. He was that. Yeah. And he, he came to save the world and deliver us from ourselves, deliver us from our sins, deliver us into his father's hands to make a bridge for us to get to the heaven. And for us to wear heaven here on earth to to be the recipients of heaven here on earth, that we would walk in his power, the power from on high when the Holy Spirit comes upon That's you, good. and so on the on the donkey, there was a divergence you know he, he's saying, "I come in peace, I'm a king of kings, I come in peace." They were saying he's a king of kings, he comes in war yeah. oh. There were two different ideas of what the end should be. He's killed brutally and horribly in a mock kangaroo court. Mm-hmm. And then the carrying out the sentence is horrible. And they're brokenhearted. He wasn't what they wanted him to be.
1: Wow, they're despondent.
2: Because they missed Jesus, in my opinion, because he stood over the city and said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I would have gathered you under my wing like a mother hen gathers her brood, but you would not. Yeah. Obviously, there must have been a chance they had to receive him as the king that he is, as the Savior, as the sacrifice for their sins that is said all throughout the Bible and he said throughout his three-year ministry. So they somewhere missed that guy, and there must have been a chance for Jerusalem to accept him as the sacrificial lamb he is, the stone the builders didn't reject, the lamb that they didn't reject but and God speaking to them the precepts of God instead of the precepts of men the doctrines of God they could have listened to him so there must have been some chance they had to receive him as he is but they didn't they received him as they wanted him to be
1: wow, so good.
2: as they pre-conceived his identity mm. and that's why at least at the father's house I'm constantly reminding us that finding out who he is the whole book of Matthew's trying to tell the Jewish people who he is. Yeah. Stephen, the disciple who's being stoned, is trying to tell him who he is. Mm. This Jesus whom you crucified. And they get mad at him and throw rocks at him. Yeah. These people, they, Paul, every one of them are just trying to say it's not too late to receive him for who he said he was mm. instead of who you determined him to be, who you wanted him to be. And so what comes next for Jerusalem is just Heinous. flat, hideous. Yeah. The, he tells them the story after the donkey and Luke is him telling them the future is bleak hmm. people. It's going to get ugly for you. And, and it's like, wow, even that didn't turn them from their preconceived ideas. And I meet the people constantly I have all these preconceived ideas. They have determined who he is, and it's so different than what he says. I'm uh, just begging people, go find out who Jesus says he is. Yeah. Find out who God says he is. And when you've got that, you start to get it by reading the words of Jesus. No one reveals God like Jesus. He uh-huh. says he came for the purpose of revealing his Father. Yeah showing what he's like and what he's like is a god who wants to save people deliver people That's heal good. people he wants to deliver us from mad. our enemies and mad. deliver us from ourselves good. and so it's really important I think this divergence between who he really is and who we say he is and I think he made that really really clear in so many ways when he said these things you know to them about who he is and who the father is and I come to reveal the Father. I speak nothing that the Father doesn't tell me. I, I do nothing that isn't the Father's will. Yeah. And it's, it's like you, you go look at Jesus and watch him closely, and pretty soon you'll start to understand who your Father in heaven is. That's really good. Uh, that's really good. You might even begin to start working in kingdom come, thy will be done. Yeah. You know, When you pray, pray this, my Father in heaven, our Father who is in heaven, I will not dishonor your name. Really Let good. your kingdom come and you might get you might really begin to feel the peace of walking in that the knowledge that he's with me he sees me he knows me i can know his presence i can feel him i can see him i can hear his voice and have visions of his of the future and you can begin to have a relationship of walking talking laughing crying you can walk with him and talk with him That's it's amazing good. what you can have if you start to accept him for who he That's is good. and go after him. Who he says for he who is who s- he says he is and seek him to make you who you're supposed to be. So
1: good. And that and that is the, the byproduct of that is that if you really do seek him for who he says he is, the byproduct is eventually you'll start seeing yourself for who you what, are. The, true the cha- identity, yeah. 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 The chains will fall off and yeah. it's like the truth will set you free. That's good. And he is a truth, his identity is a truth.
0: I was thinking, you know, the him coming in the donkey. He's, he's coming in peace, right? And the he's coming in peace to the Israelites, saying gonna, he's going to make things right between God and man, right? Hmm. But they are wanting him to come in war against That's the really Romans, good. right? So they yep. they are. He's offering a, a spiritual deliverance, and they're looking for a physical, a physical deliverance. And I'm just thinking, you know, throughout the Bible, with the 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 Israelites in the desert to story after story, the people are always so concerned with their physical deliverance that's that they really miss good. out on the spiritual deliverance that God's looking for. And I think many of us, when we miss out on who he is, fall into that same pattern of, God, I just want you to change my circumstances rather Take than, my, yeah. rather than Lord, what do you have for me in this circumstance? What, who are you coming to be to me here? Who, what are you going to do in me, show me, reveal of yourself? And I think you know, that's why we hear many people Wandering away from the Lord because He didn't deliver them from their circumstance, or the themselves. heart grows cold because right. he didn't, you know, yeah, the, the the circumstances didn't change, but He wanted to change the heart. He wanted to deliver totally them from themselves, you know. And I think there's a there's a real warning in there that if you're only looking for who God is to be bring about physical change, I think we really miss miss out on who He really is, you know. Uh, oh, I'm looking for Him to be pro- provide. Oh, he, he didn't provide, so. Clearly, you're not. Or I'm only looking for you to be, you know, healer. But I still have the sickness, so you're not really the healer. Like if we just look to our physical life to to demonstrate who he is, then I think there's a problem. Man. I think
1: that's. I think it's really good. And again, I'm thinking about the donkey. And when it, so, Stephen, I looked, and it's. I think it's Wednesday. He came in Jerusalem with the adulation and the and the donkey and and the coming in peace and palm branches and the coats and the mud and stuff. And these are people who are within. 20, 40, 40 hours, tw- you know, 24 to 40 hours, mm-hmm. they're just crucifying. Um, it's such a stark contrast to what you guys are saying, mm-hmm. especially you, Luke, is the, and, and Steve, too. Is like, the f- you know, they, w- they were looking for a physical saving, but it was a real spiritual one. Mm-hmm. And, and that is, that's how, fu- and honestly, if we're being honest, we can actually turn that quickly mm-hmm. because of what we didn't get or what we right, want. Right. Because he didn't do for, like you said, yep. he didn't do for us what we, we thought he should do.
2: We have walked with people for decades mm-hmm. who turned. Decades. Right. Decades.
1: Death of some child, or their
2: yeah, divorce, or oh, yeah. different kinds yeah. of things. Well, Just yeah. Didn't get what they want.
1: Yeah, yeah. and it's so self—it's so self-focused, so self—so self-ish, um, self-centered, because it's like you don't really recognize—and we're all on a learning curve—but you don't—you don't recognize that He's God, and so for me. And, and I think that's this has been really illuminated in the last 12 years for Steve and I, actually, is that through these tragedies, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. of, you know, and we've t- we've listed them before, yeah. the house burned down in a forest fire, our granddaughter dying of leukemia, our good friend and associate pastor dying of cancer. Um, we've really had a look at this. This has been gut-wrenching for Steve mm-hmm. and I because for many years we were under the misnomer that he just loves us so much because nothing bad happens. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of... Um, 21st century Christians have that have that the
0: blessed life correct. as the demonstration of God's
1: God's mercy and yeah. love for you and yeah. how, how affirmed you are yeah. and uh, we've really had a look at that and I now my thought is that he's the he's the kind of the roller coaster I just strap in I don't know what we're going to do today <laughs> he can do whatever he wants with my life yeah. and he is God and I am not mm. and have I really come to in that
2: me, oh Lord. Say again. Have your way in me. Yeah, alone.
1: And, and that and that's difficult. But it, it's just for me in the last uh, eight years, it's changed my life.
2: Mm.
1: It's just like I'm not in control of this mess. He he's in control of this. He's in control of me. He can do whatever mm. he wants.
0: Yeah.
1: <coughs> Excuse, me. True. yeah. Excuse me.
0: True. Excuse me. Yeah, it's uh, really. I think it's 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 so hard not to think in terms of. The physical, or yeah. even in terms of the temp, you know, what's temporary in front of me right now, right? Where he's inviting us into something eternal and bigger than the now. It's like I was just thinking of Jake and Esau, right and the the soup. You know, mm-hmm. I want my immediate need met more than I really want the types. blessing that you the, have the for eternal me. Eternal life. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think as I think age two uh, plays into it a lot, Luke, because you know, quite honestly, we're we're probably on the last third, <laughs> maybe last whatever of our life, last quarter of our life, you know, or who knows. But it's it all becomes a little bit more in focus. Is it less than that? What is it? Know, last fifth, third? <laughs> last fifth? Last tenth? Maybe last sixth eighth? or fifth or something. Whatever. Yeah. We're in the last chapter. Last chapter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last chapter of Acts. Um, I think actually with age and being a Christian, he's 48, I'm 44 years. I think the age has a lot to do with mm. the two. Um, you know, we walked this out for a long time in – eternal life is becoming more and more more and more on the table for us. It's 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 our goal, you mm-hmm. know. We could probably see the finish line more than you can. Yeah. And so that I think honestly, in all actuality, that does help me see, you know, I want to put my my trust in who mm-hmm. God says he is.
0: That's really good. Not who
1: I am. Thank you. That was pretty good too. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good.
0: Yeah. Well, what I wanted to do before we close today is uh we know we have a something called the school of transformation yeah. which you know, the, the whole purpose of the school is what, Steve, to find out?
2: Well, it really is. The num- it's The whole purpose yeah. is to change your life to right. transform you yeah. through the search for who does God say That's he good. is yeah. and who does that make you. Yeah.
0: So why don't you give people, anyone who's listening, a personal invitation to the, join us in the school? Well,
2: I, I tell you, if you have between six months and three years to move somewhere and I attend a school of ministry, a, a school of transformation, and join a church that is – changing the world and you know out there just really really bringing the fruit of the holy spirit with it you know the the joy the peace the patience the kindness the love and and you know really really a good place to come and great people come and join us six months you know it's uh we do have a limited number of housing spaces and and, and then other people come and live off campus and, and attend, and they work all afternoon in the ministries and the businesses, and just come and let God change your life. So many people are devastated when they walk in the door. You look at them and they look shell shocked, and it's so funny to look at them years later, like a six months later or a year later, and say you can't even tell who no. that is young jeremiah sitting over there on the couch man you can you you, if you held him up next to his year ago self or two year ago self um you wouldn't even recognize Mm. the difference this the guy you would say this is these are not brothers uh he is so look he's smiling over there he he smiles actually (laughs) and his face didn't break i mean he is transformed and we're all so proud of him starts in september uh, you'd okay. have to get your application in soon. In yeah. March. And so, and then it repeats again in March. And so feel free. Go online.
0: Transformationschool.org. At
2: Transformationschool.org. Transformationschool.org. Yep. And check us out and see if it's something you might want to do.
1: If you want a Christianity that works, like you're hungry to see a uh, Christianity that, like, Marketplace Ministry. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a community of believers who were endeavoring to be the ex church, Mm -hmm. uh, for our town. And people come from all over the world. Luke is from, in case you wondered, Luke's from England, Jeremiah, which you can't see is off camera. He is from Angola,
2: right? Angola. (laughs) Aren't you from Angola? (laughs) He's from
1: Morwina. From Canada. Canada. Morwina,
2: Saskatchewan. (laughs) And we just
1: have the best people to do life with. And then we want our love to look like something. So then we bless the community with all kinds of outreaches. Um, but the school is not a Bible, like a seminary Bible school. It's all about you and your heart and who God is and who that says you yeah. are.
0: So there's teaching in the morning, then you yes. have practical service in the afternoon alongside of mentoring, Correct. inner healing, guidance, all sorts of stuff that helps you grow into who you're supposed to Correct. be, know who God is, and also give it away to the community around and you. And
1: there's no age limit. So you got 18 yeah. to 18. To s- 80, 200. Yeah. Um, so you, you qualify 200. That's awesome. <laughs> um, In the last and, half of my life. The last, the last <laughs> and we have places, uh, you know, uh, we've had p- couples come from England, mm-hmm. uh, married couples. We've had couples come from Canada and live here. So sometimes we have housing for you. And, um, you know, if you just want more, you should ch- check us out. And you can That's also right. check us out on on the, we also have a online school, of transformation, yeah, so online. school of
0: transformation light. Yes, school transformation light. Is if, you know, if, the, if you, can't do the move right now you're thinking about it but you want to get a taste of something coming up soon module one school of school transformation light will be starting in september as well there's information about that on the website transformation school.org and that is sunday mornings a, a class and there's some other little groups and things so they do
1: it anywhere from the world
0: yeah it's on zoom so you can do it wherever you are or you can do it in person if you're local and just want to come for sunday morning so there's lots of different ways to go on this transformation journey um, and it all starts at transformationschool.org. So we'd, we'd love to have you yeah, and as if part you of are, our family.
1: So w- where we are, actually, Oroville is actually one hour north of Sacramento and an hour and 15 minutes south of Bethel. Yes. Uh, Bethel Church, <laughs> if you know where that is. Yep. And so if you want to ever come in and hang out, you could even do a, um, a short-term missions called Project 61 where you come for a week and just join our team, get a mm-hmm. little taste for that. So we're just personally, Steve and I and Luke are personally inviting you to check out these avenues. Yeah,
0: we'd love to have you visit us. So reach out on the website, and we will look forward to hearing from you.
2: Have and a great Oh, I wait. do know Go that ahead Morwina is in Manitoba. Oh, okay. That's good. Just <laughs> out That's out. Just, Man, just for Marwena the record. that heard me call it Saskatoon. <laughs> you called
1: it Angola.
2: Well, that he said it's
0: Saskatchewan. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I said uh, he I don't just know looked what it up in Google. <laughs> <Saskatchewan>. <laughs> He's like, Where are they from? I, but I didn't mm. want to hang up with any more. We love you, we love absolutely. all the people
1: from Arberg and Morwina.
2: Having their hurt feelings that I don't know that it's yeah. Manitoba.
1: Stinker, Steve.
0: You're welcome yes. from wherever you are in the world. We yeah. love to have you, but thanks for joining us, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast today. I hope this episode encouraged you, inspired you, maybe even challenged you to keep seeking after everything Jesus has for you and the life he calls you to live. If you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. That way you'll get every episode each week when it's released. It would really help us if you could rate, review, and even share this podcast with anyone that you think would be encouraged by it. Help us spread the message to more people so that we can all live out this Christianity the way Jesus intended it to be. If you would like to get in touch with us, have any questions about the podcast, the topics, or even like us to pray for you, you can do so by emailing us at uncommontruthpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next
2: time.